Welcome to Return to Oswald. I'm Derek. That's Brandon. That's Scar. Usually I'd ask how people were, but shit. I'm already in a bad enough mood because of this episode. And then I got an email from somebody who only made this, like, I, Scar, how long has it been since I ate somebody to fuck up? I think it's been a little bit. You usually try to be gracious about some shit. I'm not feeling very gracious today. And this show, this this episode had me on level six so before i just just want to say something let me say something okay go ahead this is not bad yet (laughs) this is not the jump the shark moment everybody talking about no (laughs) no 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 No, it's no i do not believe it's not this is the moment no this is the moment it's so not it's not i'm you really are making me not want to come back next week I'm it's, telling you this right now. I'm trying to told you the jump the shark moment has not happened. No, this was the um, moment. I thought this is what y'all were talking about. No, sir. Uh, this is not it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell you this. Uh, I figured I should get this out up front. And this is why I am going to have such a good time with this. Because I there are some things that I remembered about things that happened in this episode. I did not think, you know, it was a much bigger deal the first time I watched this. Like, Supreme Allah died. Like, I thought that was a much bigger deal. That shit was over before 10 minutes was in the episode. Uh, I, I totally forgot that happened until you just said something. Yeah. Man. Oh, my God. Remember that. Oh, yeah, my so- God. The convenience of them saying, oh, by the way, this nigga who's been here forever in Oz terms. Just happens to be allergic to eggs and poet who's been trying to kill this nigga and and burr who set people to try and kill this nigga nobody well, thought well, about the fact that he's allergic to eggs and poet, i can just put poet, eggs in his food poet didn't necessarily know that it was eggs he just knew that they had to fix his food special he I don't think he knew exactly what it was. I mean mm. but then again you know poet um does a lot of drugs um, if they tell you Hey man, when you make Supreme Allah's food, don't put eggs in it. They will say that. They have to, if he says they tell him to make a special, that special is something. They have to tell him what the exact True. special is. True, but I'm I'm trying to give my man the benefit of the doubt. I'm not. I'm He's trying. An idiot. And I totally forgot that happened until you said something because of everything else that happened. I I, thought, I completely I, forgot that he passed, he died in this fucking episode. I could have sworn that was a much bigger deal than it ended up being. Like, like, like what you're saying right now, like it was nothing. Like it didn't mean a thing. I thought that it was a big deal. And the fact that it was Augustus that set my man up like that. I thought that that was a much bigger deal. Like remembering that. Um, So when it came about, I was like, oh, okay. And then like, they ain't, even, they ain't waste no time. Like normally he'll it'd be like, Augustus would be like, oh, yeah, I need some information. Then he'll go to the thing and say, okay, so now I need, you know, I need to talk to Poet so Poet can do something for me. And then this shit actually happens later in the episode. Nope, it was boom, boom, bam. It was over. Like this nigga was out of here. Um, and a shout out to the shout out to whoever was on the makeup team. <laughs> Cause you because you had to make this nigga face puff up and shit like yo no <laughs> yo <laughs> shout out to that nigga whoever did that shit like shout out to, shout out to the makeup team because you had to you had to do something like i 
I laughed throughout this episode. It was so bad. I laughed, but I laughed knowing what your responses would be. This is bad, but it, is, it has not gotten bad yet. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell you this, but it has not gotten bad yet. You're really making me want to quit the show, just so you no. know. No, qu- I no, was ready no, to move on no. to Orphan Black. We have, we have people. We have people who need us. We have had we have how many reviews of that the that we've gotten of people saying that yeah the reviews started, that say wait till y'all see this moment that Scar is talking about no I want to quit the I'm, show I'm talking about all of the actual reviews that say that they started watching with us and they are riding this thing out to the wheels fall off the the, the wheels are loose they're real loose but they ain't fell off yet I know Rashani's ready to start but I'll say this. This episode is worse than anything I ever saw in Game of Thrones. And I saw people lose their fucking shit about Game of Thrones. This and this ain't the worst. And this, this episode this, is worse this, than this, this episode this, is worse than that Glenn shit on Walking Dead. It's worse than all of it. This is not this was never held in at least a a quarter of the prestige of Game of Thrones. So Game of Thrones is still more of a disappointment uh, than Oz ever was. Because, like, come on now. By the time you got to here, like, you knew. Like, you knew that this shit, this shit, this shit was in a... Well, yeah, Rashani been mad the last six weeks. Yeah, exactly. So, like, by the time you get here, like, come on, dog. Like, you you know you know what it is. And this is not like it's not like uh, Game of Thrones, and it's not like Lost, where it only got everything got fucked up in the last season. Like, we still got two more to go. That is literally the scariest thing that I've heard all day long. <laughs> We can't disappoint the people. <laughs> and niggas have literally begged us. They said, and no, I've read reviews and emails from people who have told me straight out other podcasts have tried to discuss Oz and they all get to this point and they quit. Exactly. They literally, this is the breaking point. They get to this, this point and they this, quit. That's not us. We do this. But what that's I'm about us. to do first. Before I do that, yeah. So, I don't know who the fuck this nigga is. <laughs> Yo, what, what, wait, 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 wait. What, did they send this to? Oh, they, they sent this to, to the, uh, return to Oswald at gmail.com. I don't know who the fuck this nigga is. But when the title of it is Rashani slash Derek's joke, so trash. Nigga, my name is spelled incorrectly, you punk bitch. <laughs> we gonna start off early. Bro, stop with them jokes. You're not funny. You're Y-O-U apostrophe R-E is how you say you're, you stupid motherfucker. You're not funny. Matter of fact, you hella annoying. Where's the punctuation at the end of that, you dumb bitch? Where the fuck is any of it? What are we doing here? This is not a text it, message. It, this is an email. It, and how'd you go from- punctuation in the title. How'd you go from- regular font to just using all uppercase like you're trying to yell at somebody through a fucking email what the fuck is the cause of this why the fuck are you even listening dog thank you leave a five-star review and tell them how my dick tastes you punk motherfucker <laughs> why don't you just go ahead and shut the fuck up and you know what you you, you might fuck around and find out the fucking atabisi lives motherfucker you might want to just back up <laughs> off a nigga 
This is the wrong. This is the wrong ass time. This is the wrong episode for this shit. This is the wrong time for this shit, dog. Like, yo, if you would have said this shit a few weeks back, I mean, maybe about four weeks back, I would have been much might, more gracious. Might, my, my nigga, okay. my like, nigga, how? What the fuck am I supposed to do with this show? You talking about stop with the jokes? What the? What the fuck am I supposed to do? We gotta make our jokes because that's the only way we gonna get through this shit. We gotta laugh to keep from crying. Like this shit is fucked. Like, hella annoying, is- nigga. You know what's hella annoying? The fact that you took time out to send this shit. I'm annoyed by that. I'm annoyed by the fact that you thought the best thing you could do in this world is make an email and send it to me, where you tell me my jokes aren't funny. You know who thinks my jokes are funny? Me. So fuck you. <laughs> I think you're funny, Derek. I don't give a fuck. I am Rashani, not in I, I any way. I think you're funny, slash Derek. I don't think. I don't think in any way, shape, or form, whoever the fuck you are, is important to this show. I don't, Mister Allen Harrison. That's what your name is, Allen Goddamn Harrison. I am not beholden to your thoughts. I actually you don't know if that's his name because the other name says something different. Morallen, Ogden Smith. Yeah, it's it says Ogden Smith is the name, and then it says Mister. This Alan nigga Harris using his mama's me. email address. <laughs> That's his grandpa's email. Ogden <laughs> is an old ass nigga name, yo. Like Gretchen. <laughs> that Ogden is like y'all gonna get over around here, Cleophis. Let's go to the stove. <laughs> nigga, get the fuck out of my face! And if you're not a nigga, I don't give a fuck. Fuck Ray Jones. Bringing the heat. Ogden Ray Smith. (laughs) Out of everything that's going on in this fucking fucked up season, you want to tell me my jokes aren't funny? Bitch, have you been listening to this season? This this writing is fucking horrible. And you're like, Rashardi's jokes aren't funny. This shit ain't good. Like, what the fuck, dog? Like, you fucking with me. I'm going to bring the soundboard out, you punk fuck. Like, <laughs> Please seriously. Don't. Please don't let this nigga bring out the soundboard. <laughs> you know what? I need you to. I need you. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm not, not going to put your, I'm not I'm, gonna put your whole uh, email address out here. But let's, let's talk about this. I need you to retract this shit because if you make this nigga break out the soundboard, I'm quitting. I'm, I'm fucking quitting. So Brandon's gonna quit if the seasons get worse. Scar's gonna quit if the soundboard happens. <laughs> no, and me, break- I just want to. I just want okay, to talk to you. Okay, I need to. Ref- I need to rephrase that. I was never going to quit. I was going to protest that we move on to Orphan Black two months earlier. Ah, uh, why did the chicken cross the road, you punk motherfucker? Are those the jokes you like? Huh? Okay, so huh, buddy? What's with airplane food? Huh? Okay. Huh? There's a there's another thing that we could possibly do. Yeah, I can go back and bleep out his fucking name. No, fuck that shit. Fuck him. Like he he decided to send this shit. Like you you are you are you have no no you can't even read this right because the grammar is not correct. You, you. I feel like this freedom, is my son. I feel like my son hopped on somebody's email at school and just wrote this shit. <laughs> it's like, no, he would have told you to stop singing. He would have. Yes. It would have <laughs> been from Jashani. Yes. He would have said, um, stop singing. No, nah, nah, fuck this shit. He has freedom of speech, but he does not have freedom from consequences. This is not, this is not cancel culture. It's consequence culture. This is the consequence of you wasting your fucking time making a fucking email about Man. some shit that you choose to listen to. Wasting no your mama's you, Wi-Fi. No one's Ooh. forcing you to do a motherfucking thing. You know what? If you hate this shit so much, 
Kick rocks. Listen, listen to something else. Go Nigga, watch. the show is old as fuck. Just skip ahead. Nigga, go just watch. go watch the next bullshit episode instead. <laughs> and then and then you know what? Because you know what? You know what? Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. If you think my jokes are bad, my nigga, they literally had an HBO show watching an HBO show while talking while talking about HBO shows. Bitch, the jokes are coming. They are and, all coming. Had, they had they they had them watching um uh Sex in the City, which um I think one no, of no, them, they no, they watched, watched G String Divas and they talked about Sex in the City. They talked about Sex in the City, but apparently one of them played the the one of the love interests of the main character of Sex in the City, uh, who, uh, who was it? Was it O'Reilly? I think O'Reilly was no. In he didn't episode. play Big or Aiden, so maybe in an episode. No, but but was, also, in, I think he played in like one of the episodes. Also, they, in the fuckery, they watched G Divas. <laughs> they had the dude from the fucking Sopranos. They had the dude from the fucking Sopranos, and why the fuck did McMahon oh, they say make something on that about show? The Sopranos. In the, on when they were talking, was the Sopranos yeah. out during this epi- this season? That was Remember. why they did the double season. Yeah, remember this is oh. the, the Sopranos was delayed. That's why they made this season. Oh, so uh, okay. our show is literally referencing the Sopranos, like the Sopranos are on HBO. Nigga, they didn't even get the person that left Oz to be in the Sopranos. No, the that was episode. my question. Now that they got cable <laughs> in Emerald City, what the fuck are they gonna do when Brick shows up in the fucking wire? What are they gonna do when Carmella and the Sopranos? Right? What are they gonna do? They're gonna fucking <laughs> lose their mind. They literally think about that. Diane is gonna show up in the Sopranos, my nigga. <laughs> I was I was so angry. I wasn't even considering. No, I wasn't that angry at this point when they were talking about that. So I didn't even consider that. But even more than that, Bricks got shot, and he's gonna show up in the wire, my nigga. And and, and and so is Mobe. Mobe's gonna show Mobe. up in the wire, and okay. and the nigga who got crushed by elevator press in this episode is gonna show up in the wire. And the dude, the dude, the, the the random dude plays in the wire. The random Italian dude, um, the the construction worker dude, fucking Querns, fucking Querns, damn, um, <laughs> okay. um, um, who else? There, I mean, there were so many, like. Um, what's his name? The fucking um, nigga Uru. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. And um, <laughs> nigga Uru was in his name game. ain't Uru, nigga. Shut the fuck up about Wood Clayton. Harris. No, Wood the, Harris was in the two. Wood oh, Harris. Clayton. Wood Harris the was only in, He was a yeah, but he was only in one episode. Oh, I mean, Clayton. like Wood Harris is only in one episode. So um, y'all so see like all these. So y'all gonna see all these people you synced before? I mean, Method Man. <laughs> Method Man just gonna show up? Like, didn't we? <laughs> Didn't Burr kill that nigga? Like, uh, wait. <laughs> Y'all literally just opened up a fucking multiverse on Oz. Like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> I, people talk about this, this show is a like joke, it's so bitch. great. <laughs> no, people talk Look, about Oz this right shit. now, today, at this moment, is a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't get it. I don't There's understand. no way. There's no, no way. What if if you look if you look on IMDb they have a section where they have all the like the best episodes. Is this on it? They're all previous seasons. <laughs> <laughs> the audience score for Oz on Rotten Tomatoes is ninety eight percent. But that's because the audience is literally no way. They're, they're they're reminiscing on what they think Oz was because if you sat back, 
if you sit back and you watch The Wire again, The Wire holds up. As a matter of fact, watching The Wire again, you see that the second season and the fifth season weren't as bad as we thought they were. No. If you watch Sex and the City again, you find that it had its moments, but honestly, it was shaky more often than we gave it credit for. Oz falls the fuck off after season See, goddamn three. Game of Thrones is 89% from the critics and 85%. But the reason audience. why Game of Thrones is getting shitted on is because Game of Thrones came out in the social media world. If yes. Oz came out now yes. and niggas were live tweeting That's Oz, true. nigga, this would not work. <laughs> this was that this, this would have been this would have been the part where the, this episode is literally the equivalent of um the 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 dark ass winter night. Hey hey dog, can you get this shit off my screen? Right? Oh, you mean him? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, this episode. Let me see was if I got any more emails first. Though. This episode was the equivalent of that Glenn shit in Walking Dead. The fucking Glenn episode with the fucking dumpster. But also, this also was. when the Glenn episode happened, when that nigga literally was on top of the truck and all those zombies were around him, and he somehow got out. Are you talking about that one? Or are you talking about yes, Nick? Yes. yes, that was some bullshit. When he was, was he underneath the, or was he, he on was underneath? The, he was he underneath. They said he the fucking dumpster. The shit. How the fuck you survived that shit? Now that yeah. I think about, it, I'm mad all over <laughs> again. <laughs> but this show has the gift of not being social media ready. Yep. Yes. And I so, remember that episode on social media. And so and that's why we're fucking pissed. So, okay. So, and, and I'm looking at the trivia for this episode. It says the inmates want to watch Sex in the City, and Ryan says that he would like to have sex with Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, that was Winters, another issue. Winters guest starred as Carrie's casual sex partner in that show's second season. Yeah, that. that why does anybody? Never, you know what? I'm not going to denigrate anybody other than that nigga who sent me that email. The thing is, though. Um, that's why we said that this is Return to Oswald, a hindsight podcast. Because this is a big-ass hindsight show. Yeah. And in hindsight, this shit don't work. I'm actually mad about what I wrote about the show when I said this is an iconic show. I should have said the iconic first three episodes, the first three seasons. Because this nigga, McManus, gets the shit kicked out of him by fucking Eddie Kane. And then he's like, I'm not going to give up on him. I gave up on the basketball game. I'm not going to give up on him. And Gloria's like, he kicked the shit out of you. He kills someone. He they kills tried to save He it. put they, the niggas heads to a television. It. Now they, they can't even watch Sex in the City. They tried to save it because then McManus, the writing, the writing thought they were trying to save it. Because when McManus was saying that, he, he said, I was, I'm not going to give up on him. And then he stood up and says, I can't give up on any of them. Because if I give up on any of there? them, then I need to go flip burgers. So they yeah. tried to save it. Like, he's just like, I, I can't give up on these people in Oz anymore. Wait, mm-hmm. But no, that doesn't make any sense. The, the, Yo, the nigga kicked the shit out of you. One, the, 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 the nigga second, stabbed him, too. The second most popular episode of Oz is in season six. What? Oh, maybe it gets better. Okay. Right. Okay. For, okay. Cool. That makes cool. me want to keep watching. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um since we're just house of pain in this shit and jumping around, um Augustus is now back in Bird's good graces because he killed uh Supreme Allah. And so him and Bird talk no, no, for a no, second. No, 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 you jumped too far. You have to explain how this happened. 
Okay, well, look. Okay, fine. I will. Burr, Augustus wants to talk to Burr, but Poet calls him a fucking snitch-ass snitch, and he'll never talk to him. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I'm good with that. How far back do you want me to go? (laughs) Um, Um, Hold up, hold up. I just want to say something. Hold on. What's the name of this episode? uh, The name of this episode is Famous Last Words. Um, I regret to inform you. I I regret to inform you that this is of all of all of the episodes of Oz, this is ranked sixth. Out of what? Out of all no the episodes way. of no. Oz. See, that's what, see, no, sixth. no, oh, no. You gotta keep in mind something, Scar. It has an eight, it has an eight point eight rating. You gotta remember two. something, Scar. We're not voting for this shit. You know what? We should vote after every episode. We should we go back should, and vote. We, need to. we should vote. We need to start voting. I'm gonna. I need. Nigga, to I feel up. like an inmate. How I don't vote, and then I complain I, about this I, shit. I, I am on. I am. Another joke, IMDb. bitch. I am on IMDb.com, and this is number six out of all of the episodes. Brandon, you're a you're a you're a card carrying critic. Like you actually, you're like certified. You're real, nigga. Go fuck this shit up. <laughs> I don't believe this. Like, I cannot believe this. Yo, that so Burr, that. so Burr, so first of all, Supreme Allah rolls up on on him on um Augustus and is like, see man, they ain't never gonna let you in. So you can either hate me or you can hate them. And he's like, if I kill Burr, then you're gonna be in charge. He's like, and I won't remember you. that. I'm gonna remember that. I'm gonna remember that you did that for me. So he goes, All right, all right, I'm, I'm gonna do it. And so this nigga goes to some random we've never seen before who works in the medical ward and says, You still working in the medical ward? I got this money for him. It, it looked like it was a dollar bill on the top, a one dollar <laughs> bill. So they didn't even put a 20 on the top and put stuff dollar under bill. it. It was a one on the top. He gives him this fucking money. He comes back with like this folder and it's like, uh, he goes, he's talking to Poet, and he's like, yeah, look, we're going we gonna to grease Supreme Allah. I found out that he, first of all, no, before that, I wanted to say this. Why is Supreme Allah going to the nigga in the wheelchair to kill the most powerful man in the black because he thinks, in Oz? Because he thinks that that person, because of their personal connection, is the person that could get close enough to him to and do, do what? So he wants, he, he can wants, roll up on him. I mean, and then stab him. He old ass man. <laughs> but not that old. Burr is Burr. Look. So again, I just want to point out that the last time Augustus tried to kill somebody, he got the shit kicked out of his wheelchair, and then he got stomped out on the ground. And that was by somebody who's not a fucking Vietnam vet. I'm not fighting an old man strength Vietnam veteran <laughs> and a nigga who just killed somebody with the claw. Like- right. The nigga literally the nigga is so fucking evil that he talked like this. His lips can't get his whole face. He looked like he lived through a stroke like he murdered the stroke. My nigga. <laughs> I'm a keep the telling James Evans. And he got the I James Evans here. Jokes. I give a motherfucker like that. He said. <laughs> so he then he dies because Augustus pulls a double team. He pulls the fucking what's it called Russo swerve on niggas. A dusty finish, and um, he's like, "Yo, take these notes. Go kill this nigga." And actually, Ryan's the one who serves him. So Ryan is responsible for a lot of shit this episode. Um, 
oh yeah, the reason why he's mad in the first place, the reason why Supreme Allah is able to go talk to um go to talk to Augustus in the first place is because somebody planted drugs in Augustus' pod. Oh yeah, I forgot about and, that. And too. and McManus fucks up. This is the first time McManus fucks up in this episode. McManus is like, since you won't tell me who put the drugs in your pod and you won't tell me if Omar's using again, I'm going to just put you back into, you know, Jim Pop or in the Emerald City and let all your niggas think you done snitched again. Which is fucked up. But they didn't even follow up told, on that. They didn't follow up on none of it. No, they didn't. They didn't. They, I mean, you, you saw when he came back, people kind of looked at him funny, mm-hmm. but they didn't do nothing else. And it's like, you know, I forget that McManus and Leo have a petty, vindictive streak that just pops up every now and again. But this one was out of nowhere. Like, Sister Pete was like, he didn't do shit. And he's like, I'm just going to send you back to the wolves. Good luck. But then, you know, Supreme Allah dies and shit. And then... Shows, uh, and everybody just stands there and looks at him. Yeah. He's sitting with while, he's, while he's coughing up liver bits. Nobody comes to help. None of the COs. Nobody. He's surrounded by people who just watch him die. And do you... I don't know too much Maybe they thought he was going to live because he's alive. But I feel like the, the <laughs> medical ward ain't that far. It's from not. The it's right outside the gate. I we have like figured this out. Everything is really close. To, everything is really close to MC. <laughs> like everybody else got to walk hella far. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that's not close to M city is unit B yeah. in the gym. We found out today that in this episode that the gym isn't that as far away because we'll get to it later, but that's where O'Reilly and the other dude was planning to go to be <sighs> safe. Yeah. So, um, what happens next? Oh, yeah. The colonel and Burr talk and Burr is like, yo, I have a, a mission for you. And the colonel's like, I got to go talk to my daughter. And um, Burr's like, cool. After you talk to your daughter, I'm going to need you to go air hole Morales. <laughs> <laughs> and the colonel's like, well, what about uh, Pancamo? He's like, yeah, Morales first. And the colonel goes and talks to his daughter and his daughter's like, I'm getting married. And he's like, congratulations. And she's like, and since you're in jail, I'm going to have my stepdad walk me down the aisle. And he's like, it should have been me. (laughs) Get the fuck out of my face. Get the fuck out of my life. And that's when I knew that the colonel was about to die because this nigga got mad as fuck because the stepdad was walking. He got future mad, my nigga. (laughs) (laughs) He got mad like, these he stepdads went, can't be stepping in our place. He went, he went complete scorched earth mm-hmm. for just. I mean, yo, you're in prison. What the fuck are you gonna do? You better you're, wait. You better wait. Also, I want, I want to. He didn't even ask her to try to wait. Like, yo, what, what, so he didn't even say, okay, when is this gonna happen? Like, you know, nothing. He didn't even try. No. Why? When you could just say fuck you and fuck your stepdad and just dip out, and <laughs> then. They just happen to be alone. The colonel happens to be alone with Morales on a detail where they're working in the elevator shaft. I would have never put anybody in the elevator shaft again, but they're alone, like no guards, no nobody in there watching them, no cameras. And so the colonel tries to hit Morales with some sort of stupid ass okie doke and hit him with a wrench. And Morales literally just moves out of his way, like steps out of his way and pushes him into the fucking bottom of the elevator shaft 
and closes that shit on like why is the elevator only like three inches up off the ground right now how's morales not on death row when the fucking in when the fucking um ceo walked him in there how's morales not on death row that's the same that's the same ceo that probably got paid off yeah and how is Morales it's always, not the, on... it's always the black one. It's always the black dude. <laughs> I was Morales then he would have got paid road. off by Carmine Falcone. And then when Carmine is dead, he would have turned on Morales. Nigga, that's that's Gotham. Yeah, that's who he played Carmine Falcone on Gotham. He did? Yeah, Damn, they would have never saw that on here. They would have never known. I didn't watch Gotham. I stopped after Jada Pinkett. Actually, let's be honest. Eventually, they were going to because <laughs> yeah, remember them because remember eventually. WB owns DC, mm. so it would have been on HBO. Is a, is a, eventually, HBO yeah. Max. You know, so happens. Morales crushes uh, the Colonel with an elevator press, which sounds like a fucking wrestling move. The more I say it, but then then they they pull him out of the stretcher. And he looks perfectly fucking. Fine he looks perfectly okay. How many stretchers they got anyway? Because niggas is laid out on stretchers like every day in Oz. Right. right. Like those hospital beds should be COVID full. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Anyway, Pastor Dylan's lawyer comes and tells him that he has resigned from his position as the head of the new church of Christ. Uh, the elders voted unanimously to get him out, even though they voted unanimously before to support him. So he resigns. And right at that same time, we find out that Timmy's mad because he got cast out of the flock. And Timmy Kirk is talking shit. Talking shit. And then he reached out to my man, Jim Burns. And Jim Burns is like, I don't know. Brother seemed to be, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, he seemed to be making a little bit of sense. And that's when he knew shit was fucked up. (laughs) Tell him to stop talking, Jim Burns. I don't know. I like what he's saying. (laughs) <laughs> that was pretty much it that was pretty much jim burns got more lines this whole fucking season and they're all in connection with fucking pastor dylan yes 100%. all of them so he's like yo um y'all need to go ahead and just stop listening to this well let's go all i'm saying is cludier thinks he's better than all of us how do you mean warden's got us doing physical labor right cludier's got a cushy job in the requisitions office we're loading cement. He's pushing a pen. He should be slaving alongside us. Sowing more seeds of discontent? Just telling my friends what's what. Get up. You ever mention he threw me out of the congregation? Not because I threatened someone in the name of the Lord, but because I disagreed with him. It's my favorite part. I threatened somebody in the name of the Lord. But that's not what you did. <laughs> you tried. You you were beating motherfuckers up. You tried you in the name you, of the Lord. You had a motherfucker killed, like in, in the, the name, name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord, like, he was he he was two steps away from stoning people. He was literally one of the fucking um, pilots. Like like he was one of the people that Jesus went to the temple and threw out and shit. And he was like, "I did it for you." And Dylan was like, "I'm not here to hear this shit." And Jim's like, "I'm gonna listen." And that's when Timmy realized he had power and he turned around and Hoyt was sitting right behind him. He was like, hey, Hoyt, you still want to kill uh, Pastor Dylan? I can't remember. Why does he want to kill Pastor Dylan? Because Robeson told him to do it. Oh, okay. So 
Jeremiah goes and talks to Father Ray, and Ray is like, yo, you should really just try and work with your flock. The reason why they don't like you is because you're out there doing cushy jobs where they're working on cement and stuff. You should get down there and work with concrete. The exact same thing that Timmy had just said. Mm -hmm. Then he he tells him to do that. Now, I wonder, now, after what happens, does he feel... Is he gonna feel responsible for that? I mean, he's two for two because he told Beecher to do some shit that fucked up Beecher's whole world too. Yep. He needs to stop giving suggestions to people who aren't actually of his flock. Exactly. <laughs> because what happens is that Ray convinces Jeremiah to go do the work with his flock building a wall, and they built the wall with him inside of it. This was fucking bullshit. Yeah, because that's a lot of space between the wall and and. No, that's not the point. You know uh, how long it takes to mint the fucking dry? That's also what I was thinking. He could have pulled shit out, pushed things out, um, but they put that refrigerator but, in front of it. But but and then he, they also, his hands were tied. Were they? Yes, absolutely. Use your so hands, nigga. You about to his, die. You better back up and just. He could have kicked that fucking wall. And yeah, the refrigerator's there. But, but eventually, he would have been able to breathe. And eventually, somebody would have came in the kitchen and been like, why is there someone banging behind this fucking refrigerator? Exactly. They didn't think it through. He nope. just decided to pray. Yeah, his it, at the very least, his hands were tied. We don't know if anything else was. They probably it, it would have been wise to tie his feet too. And there was a lot of space behind that wall, so he would have had air for a good amount of time. A whole lot of space. Yeah, and it's like they um before they did this to him. He was like, you're not going to do anything to me uh, in Jesus's name. So Hoyt was like, what What did he tell Hoyt? He told Hoyt that he wasn't scared of him because he had Jesus behind him. He was like, yeah, Jesus didn't give you another towel, though. And he makes him do the walk of shame across the fucking uh, the, the fucking day room back to his pod and that's when i would have been like yeah i need to be in pc i'm not a fighter i'm a fucking yeah, he pastor the, he put the and he put the bible in front of himself after walking out after walking out the the the, the place dick first then he once people started saying something then he put the bible in front of him well yeah because you know people have probably been uh they weren't emailing him but you know they 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 been asking yo when do we get to see dylan's dick like they probably were dreaming about that for the whole time that he was on fucking 90210. And so for the season finale, they were like, fuck it, Dylan Dick. And he did it for like two seconds. And then they put that little ass Bible in front of his little ass dick. And he went to his pod. <laughs> I was about to say like no rainbow or anything, but that was unimpressive. Mm-mm. Like you could have just, if I'm on a show and I know that I may have shrinkage before I have to walk out bucket, I'm going to stroke myself a little bit. I'm going to get my hang low working right. They don't let you be erect on TV shows. I don't want to be erect. I ain't got to be erect. Just I'm engorged. Like, I don't have to be, like, fully turgid. But I'm I'm not going to look like I just got out of a super cold swimming pool. Yeah, I'm going to do some jumping jacks or something. Like, get myself worked up, get the blood flowing. Right? Something. I ain't about to just go go outside being outside. You know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. That That ain't what's about to happen. Because he died looking like a little bit. <laughs> and so the I don't next even thing, know if he's dead. We don't need I don't either. Scar dude. You see nobody with this show. He probably show up fucking see episode one. He probably found that uh fucking Agamemnon put Come a on, hole dog. back there and gets Come out. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. The the way this shit is written, he gone. 
He gone. That's, so that's just, I'm not even gonna try, look. We not even gonna play with this shit. He gone. The next thing that happens, uh, fuck. Clayton acts like he's sick, and when the CO comes in to check on him, oh, well, Clayton no, puts no. a fucking Clayton. shower head into a sock. No, he's not Clayton. He's no, not yet. So the guy, the CO comes in to check on him, and. Clayton hits him with a fucking shower nozzle that he put in the sock. How like heavy is that shower nozzle? Because Bruh. that shower nozzle laid him out. And then he took the billy club and hit him with it once. And that nigga was sleepity sleep. That was smart. I give him credit for that. It's a shower nozzle. This is not a, a in, in a other movies. shower nozzle that you put in a big ass sock and swing it. Is this a fucking blackjack from the NWO? Like if I take a doorknob, which isn't heavy. It's he didn't swing it though. And put the same weight. It's about the same weight as a metal shower nozzle. And I put in a big ass sock. He didn't do. He didn't. Head. He didn't helicopter. He didn't anything. He just overhanded him with it. That's not enough force to knock somebody out the way that it knocked Officer it Smith knock, out. Oh, it knocked him down. He got knocked out with the billy club. Yeah, that was the other thing. He didn't hit him hard enough with the billy club either. I just don't like Clayton. That is absolutely enough to knock you on your ass. It was, yeah, because like that hit, like that so the sound effect department. Come on, dog. Y'all gotta Ooh. do something better than this. It Ooh. was a it was a not a thunk. Like you need a thunk. <laughs> a thunk is what to put a motherfucker Well, you know, down. it's fleshy. That is something that connects. Yeah, it was a slap. It it was a slapping sound. It wasn't like a blunt object, you know, like that. You know that blunt very blunt object sound when it hits something like they they yeah but the bottom line is he hits him with the billy club too and he takes his keys and walkie talkie and it's when i realized scar you were fucking right he doesn't even go anywhere he just walks out of his cell and declares a solitary war the republic of huru and tortures everybody with horrible fucking acting yep what did he say his name was did you write it down? Do you have this scene? I have this scene. Why I need you to play this scene? scene. Why do you have this scene? Why, why, why does he want me to play this scene? I need you to play this question. scene. Like, why are we doing this? Okay, hold on one second. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Okay. Just remember, Brandon asked for this, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. So when you send hate mail to me, I'm going to forward it to Brandon. And Brandon's going to laugh because Brandon's a really lighthearted person. Y'all ready? Let's go. Hey, you stupid fucks, listen up. I hereby declare this unit the Republic of Huru. Huru, Huru, Huru. Are you fucking crazy? Until such time <laughs> as we can organize free and fair elections, I have assumed command. You shall henceforth and to it refer to me as your excellency. Here is your fucking nut job. For that insubordination, Alvarez, you shall remain inside your cell. In fact, until all of you have proven your loyalties to our new republic and to the principles stated in my manifesto, you shall stay right where you are. Hey, open the fucking door. 
You will call me by my name, Bishop Almighty. No, 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 no. It, go, go back. I'm gonna tell you to go back. Oh, that and, was so and, great. And listen to under my command. It sounds very, very similar to the cadence of Java ass niggas. Like yo, <laughs> play that shit. It sounds just like it sounds just like the way he said Java ass niggas. Um, yo, play that shit. Yo, hold on. I gotta sit through this whole fucking thing. Game man. Nah, he says. Hey, you stupid good. fucks! Listen up. I hereby declare this unit the Republic of Huru. Huru, Huru, Huru. Are you fucking crazy? Until such time as we can organize free and fair elections, I have assumed command. You shall henceforth and. very job ass niggas. My man Gabe came through. Uh, Took over that cell block. Who's Gabe? That's who he is. That's Gabe. From what show? From Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. I didn't like him there either. The only place I liked him was in The Wire. Honestly, and and you know what? To his credit, that just means he's a good ass actor. Because I didn't like his characters. I don't. It's not him. It's his characters. It's probably him. No, it's his characters. Because in The Wire, I didn't like Clayton, or I didn't like his character there initially either. But then when he started doing the hamster damn part and started growing the fuck up, you know, that's what I like about The Wire as compared to Oz. They actually have an arc for everybody. Oh, yeah, we, we're going to talk about an arc. Hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about Saeed's arc. Mm. So, anyhow, uh, he talks to... He goes after he tells everybody that after he looks at the two black dudes and the white guy who are uh, also in solitary with him, he goes back into. Oh, they also had a fake. Al- I mean, they also had Alvarez who wasn't actually in there. Yeah. You tell by the sound of his voice. Yep. He was talking. 100 percent. So uh, he then goes back and he talks to the CO and literally threatens okay let's go this is gamba kufu acting president of the republic of huru (laughs) i want to speak to warden leo glenn gamba kufu gamba kufu that that was his name yeah and so then after that uh he's in there with officer smith and i'm like yo i didn't realize that his name was so fucking plain but it's hella default, and he tells Officer Smith this bullshit. This nonsense, and give yourself up right now. And you better stop your yapping, Smith, or you're gonna find my dick burrowing towards your prostate. <laughs> this scene was so fucking great, man. <laughs> like, word is that escalated real quick, and why'd you strip him down naked? It was so great. I loved it so much. <laughs> It's probably the best part of the episode. The only enjoyable part of the episode. Officer Smith, like the name default player was already taken. And then he talks to uh, Leo. Leo comes in by himself. And um, the other CEO is like, yo, do you think that's a good idea? And Leo's like, I want to go in first out of guilt. Okay. Leo, they act but like before, Leo wasn't a CEO for 20 years. Like he can't handle himself. But before Leo goes in. Man. That's when we had a conversation with random white dude. Random white dude who's like, Mr. Williams, do you have a plan? 
<laughs> exactly. It's like, uh, do you have a plan? Like, do you know what the fuck you're doing right now? I mean, I mean, you 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 seem to have everything under control for right now, but like, what do you plan on doing with this? Thing under control. Only I want to make sure you don't get the rest of us killed, and I want to know what your plan is. My plan? Yeah, because I remember during the riot that happened a few years ago, Saeed out of BC and the rest of them, they created a strategy. Penders, your experience makes you invaluable to the revolution. I hereby name you my acting vice president. <laughs> I'm honored. Ready to take the oath of office? You know, I don't think we have time for that, because any moment the sword boys are going to burst in here and they're going to mow us down. You have an idea. I obviously don't. So I'm going to promote you to vice president. And then. Um, yeah. But like, let's be honest, like, do do they really ne- let motherfuckers name Pinders into Hubru? No, this is like the white guy from fucking uh, Black Panther getting into Wakanda. Like, just shut the fuck up and sit down or I'll eat you on your kids. I'm just kidding. We're vegetarians. <laughs> And so he comes in, Leo comes in and he talks to him and he's like, I just want you to hug me, Leo. I just want you to hug me like you did when I was a kid. And Leo's dumbass actually comes over to try and hug this motherfucker. And Clayton has a fucking shank and he's about to shank Leo. When Penders comes in and jumps in the way and attacks Clayton to save Leo's life and in the ensuing chaos, Clayton gets stabbed. And now he's like, I really want you to hug me now, Leo. And Penders are like, I want you to remember this shit, Leo. I saved you. And I'm like, white dude, you've only been in the show for like three minutes. Yo, it apparently Penders plays in the show for 13 episodes. Really? Was he in season one? Did he really trying, remember the I'm, riot? <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to see what other episodes that he's been in because all of the ones that's shown right here are all after this episode. Oh, then that's no. but I'm trying to see when he started. Nope, this was his first episode. <laughs> I remember the riots. How the fuck you remember the riots? Where the fuck were you? And then they just show him in the background. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. This was his this is his first episode. So Clayton dies. He said his plan works perfectly. You know, after he stabbed himself and shit. You see, here's the problem. He he originally said that he wanted to be he wanted he wanted to go to death row because he wanted to be a martyr and um a martyr and have his manifesto come out he also mentioned that all of these people were not going to be a part of it until they agree with what was in the manifesto that no one has read um yeah (laughs) so it's just like um you really think that anyone is going to give a shit about your manifesto at this point so like what what happens next only thing that they know is that you just brought more heat down the entire solitary area. The the last mother, the last episode, nigga was mad at you for having paper. What do you think? That, you really think that someone is gonna take your manifesto and like publish this shit? Uh, like you know, I mean, were, were blogs a thing then? No, like so, like what are we talking about here? Hug me, Leo, like you did when I was a kid. Also, got to publish his manifesto to a message board. What did you say, Brandon? Would he even be that famous for like trying to kill the random governor? 
I mean, he tried tried to to kill kill the governor, and then he tried to kill fucking the warden. Like, you're aiming really low here in your list of people you want to kill, dog. Well, the second one was who he had access to. Yeah, but that's not going to make you no fucking martyr. And why is he in solitaire? No, I'm saying, I'm not asking like I forgot. He murdered somebody. Yeah, There were witnesses. Why and is he, he in said, solitary? And he said he wanted to, uh, he wanted to confess, and he wanted to be on death row. Yeah, he so said that, he said that to Leo and Leo. So instead, he was like, "You gonna live?" Moses yep. should have tried that shit. Return to Oswald. We'll be back after this brief break. <clears throat> hey. Hear ye, the dishonorable widow Abigail will now speak. Attention all weirdos, losers, rednecks, white trash, aliens, outcasts, outliers, sluts, whores, gangsters, thugs, poors, and anyone else who the world and society don't care about. I have a podcast for you. Come join me at the Manic Pixie Weirdo where we talk about all the different kinds of relationships we have in our lives. From movies to math and suicide hotlines to sex. Join us every Saturday for a new episode featuring yours truly and other smarter folk. We need you and we want you with us. So come join us at the Manic Pixie Weirdo where we accept, respect, and value you. Listen on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Frankie Sparks. And this is Scott Eisenberg. We're married. And we have a podcast called Shoot the Flick. Every week, Scott and I introduce each other to a new movie the other one has never seen. We talk about it, give our thoughts on it, and also share some behind-the-scenes fun facts. We want you guys to come along and enjoy the movies with us. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Shoot the Flick, and check out our weekly episodes every single Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast. Come and listen to us now as Frankie and I shoot the flick. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything Everything I Learned from from Movies. And tonight, tonight, like every night, we bring you (laughs) questionable movies and pass the lessons that we've learned on to you, as well as we go over some great beer and funny third thing. Yes, we're excellent beer reviewers, and as BJCP certified beer judges, we sort of know what we're talking about in regards to that. The movies? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to hear us talk about uh, odd movies, and uh, is he talking about BJing? Woo! Uh, listen to us at eilfm.podbean.com. That's everything I learned from movies.podbean.com. Hey, honey, are you ready to pop that top? <sniffs> Woo! My top! It's time to feel the rage. Join us on Film Rage, where we talk movies, current releases, coming attractions, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryce, and I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey, hey. And Murray. Yo. Why is it that you always talk? All the time. I can't understand I why. This, this, voice is this is the Merman, the voice of reason. These two can't awesome. agree on anything most of the time. Some movies are Mondo. Some are just... Every week, something is going to make us rage. Join us every Wednesday and feel the rage. So Leo's getting drunk again, and it's because he had to call his best friend's wife, Clayton's mom, and tell her that Clayton was dead 
just like and just like his dad, he died in Leo's arms. And he said, and I quote, I never want to have to make another call like that again. And I'm pretty sure you never will. Did they ever follow up on somebody no. telling him that Leo nope. killed his daddy? Nope. Nope. They left it alone. Nope. And now we'll never know. The world may never know, I guess. He then tells Floria to take a letter and he resigns. Because Clayton's dead. <laughs> I mean, he 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 recused himself from the fucking election. Because, because Clayton, like, <laughs> I swear Clayton is his fucking son. Like, <laughs> I just I just feel it so deeply in my bones. And that's why he got uh, Clayton's dad killed because he wanted Clayton's mom. I just the more this goes out and it just makes me mad that I will never get closure on this shit. Oh, but I don't fuck. want closure. Now I have Clayton's mom as at uh, Stacy's mom stuck in my head now. So Floria won't let him resign, and instead she invites him to dinner. But he's headed over to see Clayton's mom, remember the good times, and cry like you cannot. No, 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 be... no, 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 no. You're missing an important point. Oh, and his wife's gonna be there. His wife is already there. Mm-hmm. So he's going to see Clayton's mom, his wife, and they're gonna sit down and drink and cry. Cry, cry. Now I was gonna. I was thinking more when I cry. You cry, we cry together. No, there's no, there's a, no, there's a, this is a cry together. This is an OJ's. <laughs> mm. This is an OJ's situation. You got to remember this Warden Glenn. This is an OJ's situation. Um. So next thing after that is that Tim is like, um, Officer Ringer will never play basketball again. But you know, he'll also never be on the show again. So who cares? And oh, Murphy that's is not like, true. oh. Cool. And Murphy's like, hey, you quit. You you canceled the last game. And he was like, yeah, out of respect for Officer Ringer. And Murphy's like, you should put it back on. And Tim is like, why? And Murphy says, and I quote, it's because you are helping the officers to see that two over the hill slow white guys can keep up with somebody like Jackson Bayhew. So they should all have hope. Actually, they are. The only reason why they kept up with him. Officer Ringer. No, no, no. And the knee. And is they clubbed him in the fucking knee last time. They kept up with him this game. (laughs) No, No, they they didn't. didn't. They got beat by like 45 points. What are y'all talking about? Dude, don't make me show you the video, please. No. The what, score what, was no, like no, no, was like was like sixty oh, to twenty. No, no, he's he's got it. He's got a Brandon point. Go ahead, Brandon. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> Keeping up with an NBA player is coming anywhere in the general it's, vicinity. Remember, of doing anything. It's an NBA I player. LeBron James one on one. You would not score if if I played LeBron James with the mole. You would not I, score. And the mole got a technical foul too oh. for fucking mooning somebody all for no reason. All they got to do a couple of shots. I mean, it, it just, all they got to do is spread out, dog. Like spread out whoever, whoever, whoever got the mole, whoever got the mole. He hit like, a couple of shots on Jackson Vayu. Yeah, he may have got a couple of shots. Cool. You would not hit a single shot against LeBron James. Not one. Not yeah, a but single we, one. Did we ever say that? I mean, like we only know that he scored fifty points once. I mean, we never heard that he had good defense. Right, we we only we only heard that he scored. It doesn't matter if he has good defense. They, had they had they talk about him him him, him locking somebody down? No, Steph Curry is a horrible. No, let's let's say no, Steph he is. Curry. Be real, yeah, yeah, he's a turnstile. But he he's he, a, he led the league and he got steals once. 
You would not score on Steph Curry. Not a single basket. You wouldn't score a single basket. You go to a hundred. If it was if it was Steph Curry in the mold. I think I, I could take Steph shot. in the post. No, you couldn't. I think Steph I could. I'm taller three. than Steph. Steph, Steph is like six three, dog. Like, who are we talking about? Oh like, no, I'm not taller than Steph. You <laughs> got me by an inch. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, not scoring. That's like, what I'm saying. He looks, they he looks small compared points. to them. They he's lost not, like 35, he's, 40 he's points. He's not a short man. He's he looks short compared to the rest of the. They were still getting McMahon's was still getting some buckets on Rick Fox. Yeah. So like, but we never say that Rick Fox was a, a deep, and we don't know how much knee, uh, his knee, knee Fox. We don't know how much knee Fox was bothering him. Well, clearly, it's been a long time since that. In the eyes line, Man, not only is it not only has it been a long time since then, but also, apparently, everybody fucking forgot that they were mad at Jackson. Like that never went anywhere. The yeah, whole give me my Gatorade, you can't have no more of my drink, and them ignoring him and shit never went anywhere. Um, yeah, that's true. But Murphy's like, yo, it doesn't matter if we win, we just gotta show up. And Vahe was literally Vince Carter in jail. So <laughs> <laughs> this nigga got a charge for trying to jump over Vic Manis and dunk on him. Yo, he fucking he fucking he uh, what was that dude name? What's his name? Brandon Knight. Mm-hmm. Who caught the? Who caught the? Uh, the thing from um, Detroit. From, he caught from Jordan. From Jordan. Uh, not not Michael Jordan. DeAndre. Uh, DeAndre. He branded knighted the fuck out of him. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, Rick Fox is like we, I have we, a I have a I have a uh, a reputation to uphold, so y'all can get close to me in numbers, but I'm gonna dunk on you. When Brandon Knight, when that happened to Brandon Knight, we thought he died that night. Like. <laughs> That I just knew was it was going to end up on a. I just knew it was going to end up on Slam Magazine, and yeah, it did. And then, and then it happened. Then it happened to him again, right? It, it happened to him again in Boston, but I can't remember who did it. So Vahu wins by a lot, but he doesn't get back to Emerald City. As McManus comes back, he didn't get back to Emerald City because we don't see him. They would at least that have mentioned mean shit in this show. That's true. He could end up back in Emerald City like two episodes from now, and it'll be three years later. Um, but the next thing that happened after that is that as a poet is, or as Omar is standing against the gate waiting for McManus to come back because Omar is now turned into a literal puppy, a fucking three-year-old, and he tells Poet that he doesn't do drugs anymore right as McManus comes in, and he's like, where are you going, Tim? And he's like, I'm going upstairs. And he's like, man, you need to get some strippers to be with you. And Tim's like, I'm going upstairs. And Omar's like, can I come with you? And Tim's like, all right, fine. And he comes up with him. He's talking all that shit. And it's just bad. It's, it's. I, I was, okay. I just want to re- retract the statement that wasn't um, Brandon Knight in Boston. That was LeBron dunking on um, what's his face. But good, yeah. good old what's his face. Um, but it, I can take Dana Barrows though. Dana Barrows is like five ten. You wouldn't take Dana Barrows. Either. I could take Earl Boykins. He's five eight. You could post Earl Boykins. I will you post would never him up. Stop him, and he would beat you eleven to nothing. I get a point because I take him to the post. That's all I need. You said a point. You I would fuck Spud Webb up, 
if I start with the ball and it's two on two and the other players, Jason Terry, that's what that was. It was Jason Terry. Oh yeah. I remember that. That that LeBron killed him in the same way. Yeah. That was when he was with the heat. Uh, LeBron was with the heat. Yes. Jason Terry got got his life taken. Yeah. I remember that. I would, I would fuck um, Jimmer for that up. Jimmer for that is six three. I remember the Jimmer. The, the Jimmer. Jimmer. <laughs> Jimmer used to pull up from half court. Like he was ahead of his little white time. Jimmer is six three. I don't know about that part either. And he's kind of he's kind of yoked. If you see he him. is yoked because he plays against prisoners. He would have done well with Jackson. So uh then they showed the game show within the game show. And for some fucking reason. McManus makes it onto this game show. Like they never say that he's trying out for a game show. They never say, you know, it'll be fun. I'm going to try out for this game show. It just happens to be in the same city that we're in. So does that mean that Oz is in Jersey? We said it was New York, New Jersey. New York, New Jersey. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So he shows up on the game show and the other person who's on the show is introduced as Tony Sobrano's son. And Poet says that they need to get cable because they're missing out on all the good stuff. Well, and they, well, what said, in the they fuck? Said he, they said he plays it. They said he plays it. Yeah, they said little Tony Soprano, Robert. Yeah. Why? First of all, McManus is a fucking moron. Yes. On the show. Also, where they discuss fucking tittles at in, in elementary school or in high school? Did they discuss tittles in your high school, Brandon? I don't remember. I've been out of high school a long time. Maybe. Uh, me too, but I'm pretty I read sure. a lot, so I might have heard of it. You, I read a whole fucking lot. Ratchet yeah, but book you club. Read and... books. I don't read books. What you read? People? Read, what, what the? No, I read articles and what journals the... and shit. I don't read books. Oh, I read journals. I... No, I I'm use... saying you're better than me. All I read is fucking articles. Well, nigga, shut articles. up. There is no way, fucking professor, you cannot tell me that I'm better than you at fucking I education. don't read books. I couldn't tell you the last time I've... I couldn't tell you the last time I've read a book. But I can't tell you the last time I would have known that a fucking tittle was the dot on the top of an eye. And... But I might have read that in the article somewhere. And little Robert... McManus tells Robert that he's in fucking elementary school and Robert's like, I'm in high school. And then uh, Robert tells McManus the right answer, and McManus mansplains his way into the wrong fucking answer. Why would a tittle be a breast implant? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? <laughs> I mean, to, to McManus, that shit made all the sense. <laughs> if, if, if I'm McManus... If all I'm the prisoners Mc- was like, we knew McManus was a fucking dumbass. And I'm saying, if I'm McManus, I'm not even letting them turn it on. If I know when this episode is coming on, they're getting locked down. <laughs> During the yeah. time that this episode comes on, I don't want anybody to see I'm a fucking dummy. <laughs> oh, this episode with McManus is about to come up. Lockdown. Count. <laughs> and it was a fucking ten dollar question, my nigga. If you ask me what a tittle is for ten dollars, I'm walking off the fucking count. I'm, take your I'm time, out. Passel. <laughs> <laughs> take, take your time, Don't even worry about it. You take your time counting all these numbers. Every last one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so. Omar gets mad because everybody's making fun of McManus because he's fucking stupid and Chico's at the head of it. So he tells Chico to cut it out and homophobic slurs ensue like Chico doesn't remember what happened the last time he walked up to Omar. Exactly. (laughs) Omar got 
Chico got stabbed the fuck up for those of y'all who don't remember. <laughs> and Omar hoaxed the fuck up and put some random inmate's head through the fucking TV on some Nightmare on Elm Street 3 type shit. I will say the only good part of acting of that whole scene was you could literally see the Kill Bill happen on his face. The <laughs> like you could literally see his face go from, man, I'm just helping out my man McManus to like that shit totally fucking happened. Don't be calling him that. I'm gonna call him that, and then I'm gonna do homophobic slur to you. Well, homophobic slur back, and then a random guy. This is just like the Malice in the Palace where Ron hit the wrong fucking person. This nigga killed a random ass dude and got sent to see McManus, which is where he wanted to be at in the first place. But Lee, here's the thing. I'm sorry. Even you can, uh, McManus, you could be the greatest person in the world. I know this guy you're trying to look out for. No one fucking understands why. We just had this conversation in the last episode. But he just killed someone. There ain't no ain't no going to see McManus. Can your ass straight to the fucking hole again? Yeah. Or, or solitary or whatever. Wherever the fuck you need to go, he just killed somebody. And, and, and everybody saw it. That's what I'm saying. Like, there are literal witnesses. And I, the fucking spit came at me. Yeah, after you charged Gara. Yeah, right, who was making fun of you. <laughs> Everything I do. Where did this love and affection come from? Well, the warden wants you in solitary. You, you said you'd never give up when you said you'd never let him take me back. I tried. I argued as best I could. I lost. I won't fucking survive in solitary, you understand? Look, it's too much dead air, too much dead time. I can't do it. There's nothing I can do. You fuck. You fuck, you fucking liar. You fucking lied to me. Settle down there, white. You fucking... That nigga literally, you can hear the ding. <laughs> that is that is the sound. That sound. Go back to that sound. That is the sound closer to what should have happened when when my nigga the president of Uru um hit the hit the guard over the head. You fucking lied to me. Settle down there, white. That you fucking that sell thump. Out. You need a thump. That is, that needs to be a thump. Oh man. So he beats up McManus with his hands tied behind his fucking back and kicks the shit out of his head like I thought McManus was going to die. Yo, and then, like, yo, afterwards, you saw the guard. Ice in his dick. Stripped down to his underwear with ice on his dick. Like, yo, he really got you that, man? Like, it's... I mean, I understand that getting get hit in the nuts is not a, is not a picnic for anybody. But like, bro, you need ice. You need to take off all your clothes except for your underwear in order to get ice on your dick, bro. Like, I need to get the ice for it. Why, why you need to take your shirt off to put ice on your dick, though? <laughs> I didn't even think about. That happens all the time. You never had to take a shit and you take your shirt off. Yeah, when it's hot and I'm drunk. 
So then um, Tim says, Gloria tells him that Omar already stabbed him and kicked the shit out of him. And that's when Tim says, I don't care. Let him keep kicking. I lost that basketball game because I gave up, gave up hope. No, nigga, you lost because Jackson Bayhew literally pinned his shit to the wall without even jumping in <laughs> one segment. He just, he just, <laughs> so pinned the ball to the wall and said, oh, little tink tink. With, with two hands, not even one hand. <laughs> He, he did like he was like trying to show big man is like this how you don't <laughs> hey y'all pay attention i'm gonna show you how you play good defense okay we gonna mimic it in this and that's exactly what i mean but the point that mcmanus is making is so plucky i lost because i gave up no the, the funniest shit would have been like if you do like what you do to a little kid when you fucking snatch that shit out the air and then you roll it back to him <laughs> Again, try again. I saw one because I used to have three on three tournaments out here and I used to referee him. And there was like this 12 year old kid. Yeah, hoop it up. Yeah, hoop it up out there. Yeah, we had hoop it up. What and up? I used to call, I used to ref it. And you know, I'm sure that also in certain parts of Virginia, like Virginia Beach, I'm sure hoop it up was live as fuck. And it was the same thing out here because I would ref the ones in Oakland. And so there was a kid. He was Don't like, compare Virginia Beach to Oakland. <laughs> No, I'm saying, but you know, for Virginia, Virginia that's... Beach is white suburban fucking. <laughs> it's, 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 well, wherever where what you think, where, wherever wherever Iverson is from, that's Newport uh, News. That, that's he's, from, he's from Newport News. Okay, so that's bad different. news would probably have the best hoop it up out there. Yeah, but it was it, the tournaments usually happened in Hampton, which is right beside Newport News. But we, we're, yeah. So um, I went out there and there was like this 12 year old kid and he was playing against 18 year olds. And at first I was like, that's going to be interesting. But then this 12 year old kid crossed the guy so badly that the dude fell down. So the kid fucking kept dribbling and waited for the dude to get back up. And the dude got back up and ran back over to the kid and the kid took a step forward. The, the uh, guy who was guarding him took the step back to try and stay in front of him. The kid did a whip move behind the back and crossed him again. The guy fell down again. The kid literally put the ball down, pointed at the guy and started laughing and walked off the court. We had to stop this old, this 18-year-old guy from trying to beat up this 13-year-old kid. And that's what I think about every single time that I watch this shit. I'm sorry. You play man games. You win man prizes. Like, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. You want to be out here with the big boys? You want to play these games? All right. So I saw, since you're talking about this. He campaigned for that ass whooping and he was about to get elected. That's all we're saying. (laughs) So I was... When I was in D.C., there was this guy I knew who was we were at a friend's house playing Street Fighter. And the guy I knew. He was with his girlfriend and his girlfriend had brought her little brother with them over to this guy's house. And we were all playing Street Fighter or whatever. And the little brother and the guy I knew started playing against each other. And the little brother beats the fuck out of him. Like badly with uh ryu just like combo move combo move combo move just bad uh, at this point in time this is a uh, street fighter alpha so he's putting on like the super moves and shit and laughing at him my friend who's 19 at the time puts down the controller and looks at his girlfriend's brother 
and punches him in the stomach like the nigga punches the girl at the beginning of Double Dragon? <laughs> you know, I have a very similar story that happened to me, and this happened <laughs> to me. This happened to me. Okay, so this is back in the uh, when 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 Street Fighter Two was on the uh, Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I, you know, so me and my me and my little brother used to play all the time, and at school, one of the little white boys had the guide, so. I used to read his guide during the day and like I had to put this shit to memory. I wrote some of the stuff down on how to do all of the special moves and all of this kind of shit, right? Mm-hmm. So one day I'm playing against my brother and I'm Ken, but my favorite character and I am whooping his ass. Like he don't know what to do because he don't know none of the special moves other than the, the little bit that they tell you in the book because they didn't tell you everything in the book in those days. Yeah. Um. So I'm whooping my little brother's ass and I am talking all the shit. And my little brother got mad and he's, he just put the controller down and I was like, pick that shit up, dog. Like, you can't do nothing with me. And my little brother caught me one good time in the chest and knocked all my wind out. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga caught me. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> I could not fucking breathe. <laughs> I never talk shit to that nigga ever again. Not in that way. Like we used, we still used to play games, play mad and shit like that. But I had never talked that much shit to my brother ever again. I was like, every time, every time I got close to reaching that level while we were playing mad or some shit like that, I remember that that punch in the chest, and I was like, you know what, I'm good. See, and I'm I'm the little brother, and so I can honestly tell y'all that you do only get one shot. So you gotta make sure that it is literally a shot that everybody's gonna remember. So you only get one shot, so don't miss your chance to blow. Exactly, opportunity comes only once in a lifetime. Better lose yourself. I'd like to say that I got my revenge on that, but you didn't. But I had to let that shit go, dog. I'm like, you know what? You got me. There's a point in time where you realize, you know what, my little brother. Might be able to do this twice if I try and come back at him. Yes, I I, know. You know what? I would have been prepared for a second one. I was not prepared at all for that first one. And, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm never crossing that line ever again. So the next thing that happens is that Vern finds out the beach is up for parole from Robeson and that he has a good chance of getting out. Uh, So Beecher runs up in his in uh, our Vern runs up in Beecher's meeting with Sister Pete, and he's like, you didn't tell me that you're about to get paroled. In our conversations, you weren't honest with me. You didn't tell me. And Sister Pete's like, you got to go. And Beecher's like, I, I, I really did fuck up. I know I done fucked up. So he says that he are as he goes back and, and um, Beecher talks with McManus. And he talks with Sister Pete. And he asks Sister Pete, you know, can I can I be put in solitary confinement? McMahon's like, nope, it's full. He's like, can you put Vern in the hole then, McManus? McManus's like, nope, it's full too. Beecher says, well, can you put the place on lockdown for just one night? And McManus is like, for you? Also, I can't put Beecher in the hole because he ain't done shit yet. So 
Beecher goes back to his uh his pod and and they set up for an officer to stand outside of his pod. Saeed sees that the bikers are planning something. So he says he's going to do something on behalf of Beecher and Salahuddin and all of the other men who the areas are destroyed. So then Beecher goes and talks to Saeed and he tells Saeed that you're not mad at Adebisi. You're mad at how Adebisi lived his life. And you should adopt the way Adebisi lived his life and make him a part of you. The fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? That's what I was sitting there thinking. But we go forward. And at the parole hearing, Beecher tells his lawyer, Catherine, to wish him luck. And she says she'll do something more than that. She'll do something completely unprofessional and kisses him. Beecher uh, is then in the room with Sister Pete recapping his parole hearing where they ask him about uh, shitting on Vern and biting Robeson's dick. And Catherine comes in and tells him he got paroled. And as he walks back to his pod, everybody's cheering. And that's when I knew something was up. Robeson tells the kiss is why I knew something was up. No, the kiss, I think, happened before the whole parole hearing. Right. Right. But remember, they were kissing and holding each other while they were while he was being called into the parole. And they did that instead of him just being like, all right, I I need to go. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. The, the parole hearing is way more important than that kiss. Like, if this shit actually happens, we can do this elsewhere. That's what I would have said. And so Robeson tells Schillinger that Beecher's going free, and Vern tells him that he wants Beecher dead. So Robeson stabs the officer guarding Beecher's pod and rushes Beecher, but he gets grabbed before he can harm Beecher. And then he gets sent to the hole. The officer dies and Schillinger is furious and breaks a pool cue over his knee and shit. <laughs> it went straight uh, movie villain. Full on. And Beecher tells, he, he really looked like uh, J. Jonah Jameson in this part. Yeah. Get me Spider-Man! Yes. And so Beecher tells Sister Pete that he'll miss her. And she tells him to be strong and love his daughter and himself. And as he's walking out into the sunshine of the world, he's struck by the beauty of everything. And he signs some paperwork and he walks out of Oz a free man. He tells Catherine that prisoner 97B412 is dead and he won't think of Oz any longer, that he's leaving all this shit behind. And he takes off his jacket and they pull off his uplifting music plays and the shot is shown to the outside of the prison facility. Then they show Beecher at a picnic with Catherine and his daughter, and then he fucking wakes up because, of course, this was all a dream. Brandon, I know you got thoughts. This is where I wanted to quit the show. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> this was it was so all a dream. <laughs> what was the point of that? I don't know. I really don't know. They, they, they. This was 100%. They literally made this an extra special episode. They they extended this episode out so they could put that fuckery in. Yep. So he doesn't get parole based on his bad behavior from before. 
but that they will be open to another hearing in a, in a, in a year. So he leaves and he goes back to a cell. And that was the point when I realized that they have not shown that seven foot tall inmate again. They could have used him in the basketball two on two tournament. No, I mean, no, they couldn't because remember Jackson said that he could win with anyone. No, I mean, so he could have, I, I would have, if I'm McManus, I would have been like, yo, you working with me. You a seven foot mother. Well, remember I said that it would have been a lot better if it was a member of staff in one inmate mm-hmm. on each team, as opposed to being the way that it was. It was. Yeah. So Schillinger on ropes and come and talk to Beecher in the library. And Vern tells Beecher that he's so glad that they get to spend more time together. And then ropes and kisses or grabs Beecher as Vern says, let's kiss and make up. But then Saeed stabs Vern in the back and stabs ropes in the stomach. And this motherfucker said, Adam BC lives. First of all, where the fuck did he come from? We never saw him enter the room. I threw this knife before I came in the room. <laughs> yeah, like, no, like for real, we never saw him enter the room. It's just all of a sudden shit pops off and he was there. And it's just like, well, where the fuck were you before this shit popped off? I thought you were looking out for your mans. Shit popped off and the nigga was like, when the lights come down and you're all alone. (laughs) (laughs) What? The first no, no, I gotta go, I gotta go back a second. They don't even explain why the fuck Beecher didn't get off for parole. Why didn't he accept his parole? No, they, they said did. that he's done too much in the past, even though he yeah. did good stuff in the past they three months. He did him too much. biting the dude's dick who was trying to sexually assault him. Mm-hmm. That they brought it. up him biting a dude's dick who tried and, to sexually shit, assault and, him and shit on and shitting on Schillinger, which Schillinger. both happened in the first year that he was there and shitting on someone who branded him with a Nazi fucking tattoo and sexually assaulted him repeatedly and killed his child. Yeah, no, I, I, as you were saying that, I'm literally looking at uh, Schillinger getting stabbed and it doesn't even show. He might have walked in from the other door and they just didn't have the camera on him. Yeah, oh, but dark. like he he literally just appears and is just like stabbing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> If you take my friend, you take my pride. <laughs> yo, he, just, he was just like, yo, I'm <laughs> like, I was stabbing niggas today. That's that's the, you know what? If you, don't get the, if you don't get the fuck out of my face where Adabisi lives. Adabisi lives. What the fuck? What does that mean? And that's how you, that's how you, that's how you end this shit? Like, I, I, there's something that I would I need to talk about. Like there's like the way something happens to one of these characters later, and I don't know when it happens, but I need to have this conversation because I used to think that that shit was not earned. It was one hundred percent earned. <laughs> I hope I'm I'm hoping this shit happens now. I used to be like, damn, why that shit happen? But like now, I'm like, yo, dog, this shit needs to happen sooner rather than later. Like, but this, to- but this motherfucker Saeed stabs Vern in the back, stabs Robeson in the stomach, mm. holds Robeson up with the shank in his stomach, waits for Beecher to get up, looks at Beecher, and then he says, "I don't think she lives." Nice. 
got a BC lives. Tell me where the Joker is. <laughs> what was this either? I don't understand this. From the library. Based based off of the it, remember that was based off of the conversation that he that he had with, with Beecher, but that conversation didn't make any sense either. To add a BC inside you, so now all of a sudden he's fucking killing people. I don't know. Just well, stabbing I mean, people left and right. Been, he's been whooping ass and like going a little bit too far with whooping ass. Like his rage and shit is just I, has been out of control, and no one knew why, but apparently we know now because that BC lives. But. Did Ad- did did Adabisi live like during all those other angry moments that you had, Saeed? Are we just literally blaming this yes, shit on a dead man? No, no, they just really that they, they just kind of with that conversation with, with Beecher, they just kind of mansplained it to us. The power of Adabisi compels you, motherfucker. Like exactly, what? like this shit is stupid, bro. Like this shit is like the dumbest. I was laughing so hard at work. Someone was like, "What are you watching?" I was like, "I'm sorry." I was watching that at BC Live. So Saeed goes to the hole, and Vern and Robeson look like they're both, uh, well, Robeson looks like he's in critical because he won't move his fucking hand off his wound. Vern, we don't know. He's just mad. And Beecher's ripping up his calendar book. So then the motherfuckers get cable, and they're in the day room watching softcore on, H- watching softcore on HBO that only comes on on late night, like after 11 p.m. and shit. Right. I mean, at least that's how it went down back in like 2001 and shit. You had to wait until like a certain time before Red Shoe Diaries and G-String Divas would come on. So I know it wasn't fucking happening at 2 p.m. in the afternoon while everybody's sitting in the fucking day room. And what the fuck are you going to do if one of these inmates stands up and just starts jerking off because they literally sexualize a children's puppet show? So what the fuck are you going to do when G-String Divas comes on and it's all about a bunch of fucking strippers? Spank, bank. That's what you have. Why are they letting them watch that? Exactly. Is this what HBO is like? Yo, we need to get our name out there. This is what you want them to watch. Mm -hmm. They couldn't have watched fucking Dream On or Arliss. They have to fucking watch G-String Divas. Come on. Come on, dog. He was fucking in Dream On. He was fucking a lot in Dream On. That was another late night show. Yeah, he was fucking a dream on. So but like, they that's, only, that's the only reason why I watched Dream On because they was fucking. A lot of fucking. That was fucking when we were kids too. Like that was like 13, 14 year old fucking. Like, like that was when I remember that show being out. It was back in like 93, 94. And I don't remember nothing else about that show except he would he would except, fantasize and then fuck. The, the the theme song is very hard to find the one. That's what I remember about you know music nerd, but I found it mm. difficult at first to get the one. For some reason, I just can't find the one. Kind of like kind of like Key and Peele is really hard to find the one on their their theme song. It's weird. So then the show remembers that they you know it's supposed to be the season finale and something big is supposed to happen. And so Ryan gets a package, and it's a wrist wa- wrist watch for Connolly, who hasn't been in this entire fucking episode, but pops up in the last nine minutes. This shit's stupid, bro. Ryan and Connolly talk about lighting up, setting off a bomb because Connolly is a prisoner of the of of or is a war prisoner, and so he has to make a statement in Emerald City. And so yeah. Ryan is in. Ryan was in until he told but then him Cyril he was got making, out. but yeah, and then but then Ryan was in until he told him he was making a bomb. No, he then, told me he was making a bomb last episode. Yeah, right. he did. 
Right. So he was in, and then and then Ryan was just kind of like, okay, we're making a bomb. Nah, okay. he, was, was nah, he was in until Cyril got out of uh yeah. out of until Cyril like was he back had something in. to live for now. And then brother he, was and, out. And and even despite your reservations, you still gave him that fucking watch. And I don't and, and also I don't think that it was because Cyril got out per se. I think it's because they were gonna blow up Emerald City, but now Cyril's in Emerald City. So I need to protect Cyril. I can see it that way too. So Ryan goes to see Gloria again and thanks her for getting Cyril out. And she's like, I didn't do it for you. I did it for myself. And he kisses her like full on and gets sent back to Emerald City. <laughs> yeah, she basically hits him with the with the drum line. I ain't do it for your dumb ass. I did it for ANT. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um Ryan doesn't want to set out the bomb, so he tells the guard that he needs to leave the uh, kitchen and go back to Emerald City like he did when he was looking for the uh, cell phone with Stan in the last fucking stupid-ass storyline that Ryan was in. Chucky tells Ryan, because before this happens, Ryan is about to light a, a match over the stove, so he turns on the gas on the stove. He's about to light the mess so he can start cooking. This is like an archaic ass stove. This shit is what sent me the fuck no off. Sense. Makes no sense. Chucky told him you left the gas Chucky on. Chucky tells him he left the gas on. Ryan's like, I gotta go. Can you turn off the gas for me? Chucky says, I'm not gonna do your goddamn job and doesn't tell anybody else the gas is on. And nobody else nobody smells it. Nobody else in the whole fucking cafeteria because everyone was in the cafeteria at that time. Nobody else notices that there's no, it's more that, than that. It's more than that. Okay, go ahead. If 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 a fucking explosion was that big, you would be able to smell that fucking gas. Exactly. It's not carbon monoxide, where it's it's it's, it's but odorless. They, but they also look, check this. They also they did one kind of smart thing. The person who set this off walked in blowing his nose. He had a cold. He couldn't smell the shit. Mm. Really? Yeah, I did yes. see him blowing his nose yeah. and shit. He walked. He walked in blowing his nose. He couldn't smell it. But um, yeah. So whole place fills up with gas. Connolly um, comes back and finds Ryan about to take the bomb to McManus. I don't really know what his plan was, but he tells, uh, Connolly tells Ryan, you know what? I've seen the error of my ways. If you give me the bomb, I'll dispose of it. And Ryan, who's literally the smartest, craftiest, two-headedness, snakest motherfucker in this entire place, believes Connolly, who just told him before that he's going to set the fucking bomb off and gives Connolly the bomb. And Connolly attaches the old ass wristwatch to it, which apparently is all it takes for the bomb to be set. Is this old ass Seiko digital watch? And he sets it for two minutes and tells everybody to evacuate Emerald City. So they do so. And why did he keep doing the countdown himself? Because they need the people need to know. That's stupid. Like, if you want to blow everybody up, you don't. No, remember he was he was trying to say everybody could get to the cafeteria and be safe, but then because there's gas in the cafeteria and people would have smelled it, they had to retcon to this shit, where he stands there with a fucking. The bomb didn't look like it was going to explode from the beginning. It looked like the fireworks you get from the stand outside of fucking Walmart. 
And so the timer goes off, but the bomb doesn't. And the sort team comes in as Connolly kicks the bomb around and they and the say person, it's a dud. The first person who tackles him, you can tell that nigga has never played football a day in his life. <laughs> and so instead of that bomb going off, the bomb goes off in the kitchen because the officer is walking around the kitchen for some reason in the dark and lights a match to smoke a cigarette and the entire kitchen goes up in flames. And that's the end of the season. Fuck this season in the face with a brick. I'm glad it's over. I didn't over. want to talk about it. It just made me so angry. I'm, that beach, I couldn't get over that shit with Beecher. The rest of the episode. And then I got pissed even more when fucking Saeed fucking turned heel. Adabisi lives. It wasn't Saeed. It was Adabisi. Adabisi lives, bro. Adabisi lives, bro. Adabisi lives. I don't lives. know how you come back from this. They can join, they can join Hughes and Uru. Uru. Adabisi lives in Uru. Adabisi lives in Hubru. Adabisi lives, my nigga. Adabisi lives. <laughs> so, so what I'm gonna say here is, if I start the fifth, the the first episode of the fifth season, and Saeed is wearing a hat all the way on the back of his head, I'm a fucking quit. I wonder the way it's goofy like that. Fuck this shit, bro. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh-huh. Roll the fucking goofy up a little bit. Yo, I need this shit. I need, I'm here. Like, it's like, it's kind of like how I feel about Lil Wayne, the rapper. Lil Wayne at some point became a comedian to me. And like, that's how I enjoy Lil Wayne rapping now because some of the stuff he says, it's kind of funny if you don't take him seriously. And now I find, I find this shit to be comical at this point. And that's how I'm going to play it. Because if I try to take this shit seriously, I'm just going to lose my fucking mind. I'm going to be up in here, up in here. I'm going to be Brandon and I don't want to be Brandon in this instance. Why don't you be out of BC? Because all it takes is a white person. No, I know, I know exactly how angry you were. I was furious watching this. No, you put in all caps. I'm done with this shit. Like (laughs) I was legit ready to watch the next show. I was if we were to record it yesterday, I would have been. Yeah, okay. So I'm just for the listeners. When you finish the episode, you put in all caps, fuck this motherfucking show and spelled out motherfucking all the way through. That's how you know how mad he was. Um, I'm fucking done. I'm done. <laughs> what is next? Orphan Black? I don't believe this shit. Mad face, mad face, mad face, mad face, mad face, mad face. Like, we knew exactly how you felt, sir. <laughs> I 100%. I needed you to express it a little bit more. <laughs> I cannot believe that, that shit would beat you. I will never get over that. I couldn't get over it. I mean, let's be honest. They let's, had him go all the way outside in the fucking car. And they had him away. go to the same fucking field that they had that nigga go to the field in um in the Shawshank Redemption. The and then that fucking shit happened. But... Here's what I'm thinking. If I try and be logical about this, they didn't know if this was going to be the last season. That's what I'm guessing. And Um, so. Yeah, I mean, no, even if you. 
mean, because they still dropped it off on the season finale cliffhanger. So I guess yeah. with the bomb. Yeah, that shit's stupid, bro. It's the bomb. I dropped it's bombs like Hiroshima. It's just comedy at this point. That's all. Nothing more, nothing less. It's just comedy, bro. It's not comedy. Comedy is funny. Don't you read the emails? This is not fun. Oh, no. He said me. He said I'm not funny. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a shame that you don't know what good jokes are. For real. Yeah, stop trying to put your corniness on us, me and Scar. He didn't say we weren't funny. He said you. Nah, you me. own it. You own, own that it. shit, dog. Man, I, I at a BC lives, you punk motherfuckers. I'm not owning shit. If they <laughs> could do that, at a BC about to live in these emails, bro. You about to catch this heat? I don't give a fuck. Because you know, that should be your response. Response and just in all caps, say at a BC lives and let it be. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> So, Brandon, who's the MVP of the episode? Man, who the fuck's this? <laughs> <laughs> nobody. Nobody's the MVP of this shit. Like, nobody. Nobody won. Did anybody win? Um, Yeah, Augustus won. Did he? <laughs> because he, yeah, was- he killed Supreme Allah and he got to tell off fucking, um, what's his face? Um, Burr. He got the last word with Burr, and he killed Supreme Allah, and he ain't getting trouble for it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the only person that's actually won. And then, and then he got to, he, you know, he got to tell Burr like, "No, I did this shit, but I did it for me. Like, I did this shit for me." Um, and now nah, we good. So, so yeah. I guess I guess it, I guess he's the only one that did one, but I I ain't naming no MVP for this episode because fuck this episode. I think Adam Beasy is the MVP of this episode. <laughs> you know what? Adam Beasy lives. There we go. From the grave, Adam Beasy comes through. Adam Beasy lives in Uber. Or that white dude. Oh yeah, the white dude. Oh yeah, that saved the war. I need you yeah. to remember this shit. You owe me. He does owe him. Right. That wasn't a lie. He does owe him. That's right. So I, I could say that the white dude is the MVP because from this point he apparently shows up in the next season for like uh, nah, nigga Jim Burns. Jim Burns. Jim Burns is my nigga dog. <laughs> Still say he looks like Kevin Nash. You know what? That email might have been from Kevin Nash. So, anyways, you can I find mean, Brandon on. You can find Brandon on Twitter at that cool black nerd. That's BLK. You can find Scar on Twitter at Scarfinger. I'm on Twitter at Rashani. The show is Return to Oswald. You can uh, leave us a voicemail at 916 633 1537. You can send us an email at to Oswald at gmail.com. Please make it worth my time, y'all. Please, please, seriously. Also, um, you can leave a review on Podchaser. Cool thing about that is you can leave a review for the show or for each separate episode, which is dope. 
Um, that'll help keep the conversation flowing. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts and I guess on Stitcher. I ain't seen it. And you can leave a uh, donation for us at patreon.com slash single simulcast. You can also leave a donation at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast. Uh, and if you're listening on Good Pods, we appreciate you. Leave a five-star review. And then you can go to the tip jar and you can leave a review there. Or you can leave a, a tip there. Um, all money goes towards buying books for Ratchet Book Club and movies and shows. So, like, the next show we do, which will be Orphan Black, as you already heard, um, we have to buy it. You know. No, no, so, no. Shut the fuck up! Oh, my bad. We have to buy it, you know. So, um, <laughs> donate money. Well, I still got to buy the next two seasons. Of what, Orphan Black? No, of, of, of this. Oh, I'll, God, yeah. I only have, I only got, only got um, HBO for the next couple of weeks. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I keep trying to figure out how I got HBO. Like, did I buy it or did I get the password from my mom? And I think I bought it because my name is first on the uh, list of sign-ins. So That's what I got the other day, Rashani. A Tesla? Two years free of Apple Plus. How? T-Mobile. Ew. So I started watching Ted Lasso. Good, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. It made me cry. Told you so. For it to be, for him to be such a happy motherfucker, it, it has its moments. I like that guy, man. I wish I could be like that. You can be like that. Just coach I, people. I like that guy, man. I love the connection that he has with Coach Beard. And I'm really glad you're watching it because now I can talk to somebody about it. That's the most positive guy I've ever seen. I'm glad you're watching it so now he can talk to you about it. I'm the most positive guy I've ever seen. No, you know Ted Lasso. I'm Ted Lasso like a motherfucker. For a long time, before the now time, I was literally called the Leslie Nope of podcasting. I don't even know what that means. Parks and Rec. She's like Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen Inside Out? No. The the Disney the Disney uh Pixar movie, no, never no. seen it. No, I I I, I didn't want to watch Hermes for kids. Hermes here for kids. Just, just wait, Brandon. It's on the list for uh, hindsight. So you can just it. watch Hermes head. You know, I really thought that show was gonna be about something else. So anyway, we want to thank y'all for listening, except for that one motherfucker. Um, you know what? No, Actually, no, I can, appreciate him listening too, nigga. You took time out to send a goddamn email. That's right. I'm, you took time. I applaud you for that shit. You took time out to send us a fucking email. You, sir, are the real MVP. Whatever the fuck your real name is, you did that shit badly, but you did that shit, and we appreciate you. The rest of y'all catch up. Leave an email. Just so you know, Scar and I go way back on making fun of motherfuckers who are sending bad emails. We literally had whole episodes of us making fun of motherfuckers who were sending bad emails. Yep. And we used to get bad, we used to get bad voicemails too. Man, do you remember that roller coaster of no love episode? <laughs> that nigga wife's poetic about roller coasters so much and got he's, lacerated. He's still about that life, bro. Like he's still about that life. Oh God. 
They was they were at Bush Gardens two weeks ago or some shit like that. I put couldn't video, go anywhere put, with COVID going on. Put put a, they put a video up on um on on YouTube. I subscribed to the YouTube channel. Oh, that's um, nice of you. Yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna be. Um, but yeah, I watched the video. They were just they, it was a, like a um a wine or a beer festival or some shit like that. You know, they about that life. So they about that life. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's still about that life. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. Out of PC Lives. Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.